next on the 5 o'clock report. Get people back to work. They are preparing for a war. It's really an open door to allow the Kermit Gosnell House of Horrors. The land where Jesus lived is one of the most peaceless places on earth. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Our spring fling about to be flung. Good afternoon. After a couple of 60-degree days, temperatures will take a nosedive this weekend, the final weekend before the busy Thanksgiving Day holiday. Meteorologist Kevin Williams says big changes are in store next week. We'll continue to watch next week for the possibility of some messy travel weather ahead of Thanksgiving. Rain, ice, and snow, a possibility later Tuesday, Wednesday, lake effect winds after that. Could be worse. This time last year, there was about five feet of snow on the ground in western New York. The Israel-Hamas war turned 40 days old today. This has commandos continue searching the Al-Shifa hospital in Gaza for evidence of Hamas terrorist activity. Reporter Trey Yanks toured that hospital in the Palestinian territory with Jewish defense forces today. In terms of the patients here. There are hundreds of Palestinian civilians. Are they being protected? First of all, they're unharmed, which is very important to state. No Palestinian civilian was uh, even hurt. The Israelis say the Gaza hospital is a headquarters for Hamas with tunnels underneath where hostages were held. Israeli Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu spoke with CBS News today. Where are the hostages being held? Do you know? We had strong indications that they were held in the Shifa hospital, which is one of the reasons we uh, entered the hospital. If they were, they were taken out. We have intelligence about the hostages, but again, the less I say about it, the better. The Israeli government's trying to work out a deal with Hamas to win the release of 50 hostages. Here's reporter Robert Berger. We're talking about young people, babies, children, mothers, that kind of thing. And so this is being discussed. But there is some disagreement within the Israeli war cabinet. One side says put more military pressure on Hamas for a bigger hostage exchange. The other side says let's take the 50 and go from there. The IDF today recovered the body of one of the hostages near the hospital, a woman who was taken October 7th. Anti-Israeli protests got violent last night at the DNC headquarters in Washington. Former White House Chief of Staff Karl Rove contrasts that scene to the peaceful pro-Israel rally that happened two days earlier in our nation's capital. That scene on the mall of hundreds of thousands peacefully supporting Israel. And then we see thugs trying to break into the Democratic National Committee. Earlier today, liberal groups demanding a ceasefire to the war blocked bridges in Boston and San Francisco. The protesters threw their keys into the water. Dozens were arrested. It'll soon be the end of the line for embattled New York Congressman George Santos. He is not seeking re-election after a House Ethics Committee today released a scathing report on him. The committee will put forth an expulsion resolution Friday, but is not expected to vote until after Thanksgiving. It comes after they unanimously agree there was substantial wrongdoing by the Republican who represents parts of Long Island and Queens. They say Santos knowingly caused his campaign committee to file false or incomplete reports with the Federal Election Commission, used campaign funds for personal expenses and engaged in fraudulent content while also filing false financial statements. Santos has pleaded not guilty to nearly two dozen federal charges. Natalie Migliori reporting President Biden defended Bidenomics in a speech today to business leaders at the Apex Summit in San Francisco. We're building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up. Trickle down economy worked okay sometimes, but not a whole lot trickled down on my dad's kitchen table. 
But when the middle class does well, the poor have a chance and the wealthy still do very well. Yesterday, the president met with his counterpart from China in the city by the bay, their first face-to-face encounter in more than a year. A deal to stem the flood of fentanyl into this country was struck, but a lot of other hot-button topics were ignored, such as Chinese spying, Russian aggression, and looming war with Taiwan. Washington Times columnist Mark Thiessen. We need to restore deterrence, and the way you restore deterrence is by defeating these enemies, by defeating the Russians in Ukraine, by defeating Iran and helping Israel defeat Hamas, and by sending a message of deterrence that don't dare take a shot at Taiwan or we will defend them. Former Assistant Secretary of Defense Elbridge Colby. China's in a historic, unprecedented peacetime military buildup. Contrary to the administration's spin, they are actively preparing for a war. We don't know if or when they might go, but they are preparing for a war over Taiwan. President Xi told Mr. Biden at the summit that the world is big enough for both China and the U.S. TikTok's being slammed from both sides of the political aisle for allowing influencers to promote Osama bin Laden's infamous anti-American letter released after 9-11. GOP Congressman Mike Gallagher. is absolutely disgusting and further evidence that we need to ban TikTok. It all began when a 25-year-old influencer reposted bin Laden's letter on the China-owned app. TikTok said that the videos promoting the letter violate its rules. Christmas has been canceled in Bethlehem, the birthplace of Christmas. The town of 25,000, some six miles south of Jerusalem, in the Palestinian-controlled West Bank, has been a ghost town since the war started. The land where Jesus lived is one of the most peaceless places on earth. Hmm. But the kingdom of God, it's not an earthly or political kingdom. It consists of Christians who were called to be the city on a hill or the light of the world. Dave Bretsch is senior pastor of the Beartown Road Alliance Church near Corning. We celebrate here at Christmas that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is the King. He is sovereign and he understands this conflict better than anyone and he is a really good person to trust. The decision to call off Christmas in Bethlehem means no huge Christmas tree or decorative lights in Manger Square. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report shielding abortionists. SUNY enrollment and clean slate gets the green light. Here is your family life weather forecast. It'll be a tranquil evening. Starlight giving way to cloud cover though. Low temps, mostly 40s. Clouds thicken up tomorrow. Rain will arrive in the morning in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania, spreading east through the day into the night. It'll be a mild breezy day for most. Highs in the 50s and low 60s. Much chillier Saturday. Clouds, a rain or snow shower, then breaks of sun, a high Saturday in the 40s. All right, Kevin Williams, thank you very much. The New York State Attorney General's Office investigating the fatal shooting of a 17-year-old boy last night by a state trooper in Ontario County. It happened at a home in the town of East Bloomfield. The trooper was interviewing the boy on a porch when the suspect, for whatever reason, lunged at the cop with a knife. New York Governor Kathy Hochul signed today the Clean Slate Act. It expunges the criminal records of New Yorkers after a certain period of time. This law, it adds to our momentum to get people back to work, give them those opportunities, and all those people who've been convicted, not able to find someone who believe in them again, who help lift them up, give them the home, let them have independence again. 
Have the dignity of a job. The Clean Slate Act does not apply to those convicted of sex crimes or murder. New legislation in the Pennsylvania House would shield doctors from liability in cases of botched abortions. It would apply to women from other states who travel to the Commonwealth to terminate their pregnancy. Michael Gear with the Pennsylvania Family Institute. This shield law would protect the doctor from any sort of lawsuit or any investigation that might arise. It's really an open door to allow the Kermit Gosnell kind of house of horrors to redevelop here in Pennsylvania. So we're opposing it and hope it doesn't go any further in the Pennsylvania General Assembly. The pro-abortion legislation passed the state house this week. Pennsylvania politicians are taking up a bill that would ban public servants accused of sexual harassment from seeking elected office. There's nothing political about sexual harassment is not Republican or Democrat. It's sexual harassment. Senate President Kim Wards introduced the bill that requires all harassment claims against state lawmakers be handled by outside third-party investigators. We can't stop all of the sexual harassment, but we can make sure the process is in place to handle it when it does happen. Nationwide, 130 federal and state lawmakers faced sexual harassment accusations last year. Nearly 90% of them got reelected. A Western New York political pundit is sounding off on an important redistricting case before the state's highest court. This could really have legs in influencing who controls the Congress coming out of the 2024 election. GOP strategist Carl Calabri says the decision on gerrymandering is expected before the end of the year. If the court were to rule, the maps be redrawn and they end up back in the hands of the all-Democrat state legislature, I would suspect those new maps would be very favorable to Democrats and give them a big leg up for taking back control of Congress. The left-leaning Court of Appeals is meeting in Buffalo to decide whether to redraw the already redrawn congressional districts. Democrats are demanding new lines. Republicans want the lines to stay the way they are. Still more questions than answers in the Clyde Savannah School District after four boys on the football team were arrested on charge they sexually abused a fellow student in a bathroom on Halloween. Last night, the school board refused comment on this case, and that has upset many parents. It's confusing. I don't understand it. And not allowing parents to make a comment scares me. I think they could have responded, and this is what we're going to do in the future to protect students. Where was the supervision? I see five or six coaches on the field when it's time to play a game. Where were they? The teens arrested have all been released to their parents. They will appear in court at a later date. The criminal case forced the undefeated Clyde Savannah football team to forfeit its season this fall. Deer and bear season starts this weekend in New York. The big game hunt gets underway Saturday, November 18th, and will continue until Sunday, December 10th. It's New York's most popular hunting season, with about 85% of licensed hunters taking part. And for the first time in a decade, enrollment is up at the State University of New York. Enrollment across the board went up a little over 1% from fall 2022 to fall 2023. Undergrad first-time enrollment up more than 4%. The biggest jump, the technology sector, which shot up more than 13%. Community college enrollment up about 4%. Governor Hochul says New York continues to make important progress towards building the best public higher education system in the country, and as a result, more young students are choosing SUNY. Scott Pringle, New York. All right, Scott, thank you very much. Your nightly market report. 
Report is next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks ending today's session mix following solid gains earlier this week from Tuesday's Consumer Price Index Report and yesterday's Producer Price Index Report. Crude oil dropping over 4.5% to $73 a barrel, that hitting a four-month low. Walmart shares decreasing over 7%, that from warnings of disappointing consumer spending as the Christmas shopping season begins. The Dow today down 46 points, the Nasdaq gained 8, and the S&P 500 added 5. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. We need to be more thankful for things we rarely think about. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. Thanksgiving Day is just one week away. So let me suggest that over the next few days, we all pay attention to blessings that are so constant that we rarely notice them. You flip on a light switch when you walk into a dark room. Did you ever think about the fact that people lived for thousands of years without electric lights or furnaces or clean running water or a wide variety of readily accessible food, we are blessed so abundantly and consistently that most of the time we don't even notice. Colossians 3.15 says, be ye thankful. Perhaps we would be more thankful if we paid more attention to the incredible blessings God has put all around us. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, get paid to watch movies. We'll tell you how, but first this. I'm Kevin Williams and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast after a glorious day today. There are changes on the way as you might surmise and as we've been talking about now for some time. A cold front will arrive, bringing rain later tomorrow and tomorrow night. Much chillier air for the weekend. We'll continue to watch next week for the possibility of some messy travel weather ahead of Thanksgiving. Rain, ice, and snow a possibility later Tuesday, Wednesday. Lake effect winds after that. In the meantime, in the short term, it'll be a tranquil evening. Starlight giving way to cloud cover, though. Low temps, mostly 40s. Clouds thicken up tomorrow. Rain will arrive in the morning in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania, spreading east through the day into the night. It'll be a mild, breezy day for most. Highs in the 50s and low 60s. Much chillier Saturday. Clouds, a rain or snow shower, then breaks of sun, a high Saturday in the 40s. All right, thank you, Kevin. And finally at 5, if you like Hallmark Christmas movies, and let's face it, who doesn't? Well, then you'll love what this company's doing this holiday season. Here's Family Life's Brian Query. Bloomsy Box is a company that offers subscriptions of flower deliveries, and now the company wants to settle once and for all which Hallmark Christmas movie is the best. So they're looking for a special Christmas movie maven to watch and rank 12 Hallmark holiday movies, and they'll pay you $2,000 to do it, along with supplying what the company is saying is an ample supply of hot cocoa and two pairs of fuzzy socks to guarantee a cozy watching experience, along with a year's streaming subscription. The film fan will be asked to rank each movie by festivity factor, predictability quotient, chemistry check, tearjerker test, and replay value. In addition to the cash and goodies, the chosen candidate will also receive a 12-month flower box subscription. Applications are open through December December 3rd on the Bloomsy Box website. Brian Query, Family Life News. All right, bring on the Hallmark movies. Thank you, Brian. And that's the world we live in, folks. Thursday, November 16th. I'm Bob Price. Family Life News.